This special edition of the Hoosier Experience podcast is brought to you by The Daily Hoosier. For in-depth IU athletics and recruiting coverage that is completely free and owned by an Indiana-based small business, be sure to check out thedailyhoosier.com. It's where IU fans assemble when they're not at assembly. Three seconds, two seconds, Riddell all the way outside to Watford, three on the way. Oh! And Wyatt! And Wyatt! And Indiana wins the ball game! On today's episode of the Hoosier Experience podcast, I talked to Avery Brown, a four-star guard in the class of 2022 out of Northfield Mount Hermon in Massachusetts. Avery recently received an offer from Coach Archie Miller and IU. He is a 6'3 point guard, pass-first guy, really likes uh, setting up his teammates, got 17 assists one game this year. Really good player who obviously IU has their eye on. Uh, He's a great interview as well. We talk about his relationship with Coach Miller, what he likes to do off the court. He's very, very into sort of furthering his mind, uh, and, and he understands that, that ultimately basketball will stop at, at some point, and he is, is very prepared and ready for that. Um, and then we talk a little bit about how he's excited for this upcoming season. He's going to be able to get the keys to the offense. He is excited to do that in his junior year at NMH, uh, and they play in the NEPSAC, one of the more competitive conferences uh, across the country, really. Uh, so Avery Brown joins the show here, and he is a great listen. Reminder, if you haven't already, please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Leave a five-star review on Apple. Uh, do all those things. Give us a follow on Twitter at Hoosier EXP Pod, And please enjoy this interview with Avery Brown. Thanks, as always, for listening. Welcome to another episode of the Hoosier Experience Podcast. My name is Aiden Kunst, and today I am joined by a three-star guard in the class of 2022 out of Northfield Mount Hermon in Massachusetts, Avery Brown. How you doing, Avery? Hey, what's going on, Aiden? I'm a four-star, by the way. <laughs> oh, okay. I got to bump that up for you, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That four-star. <laughs> four-star recruit, five, Avery Yeah, I'll be, I'll be five soon when we start playing again. <laughs> okay, okay. So, soon-to-be five-star recruit, uh, Avery Brown. Um want to just start by asking you give me your give me your own scouting report describe your game to the listeners tell me biggest strength bigness biggest weakness as a player uh how would you break your own game down yeah man so I, i'll say I'm, I'm i'm a true point guard you know um i can score the ball i will um i, I love to get my teammates involved i love to facilitate f- facilitate the ball uh i make sure my my teammates are in the right spot and i, I just make winning plays really that's, that's what really sums my game up. Um, you know, I'm athletic. I get a, I can finish above the rim. Uh, I have a strong mid-range game. I can shoot the three ball off and off in the dribble. Um, yeah, I, I just love to compete and win. Sounds good, man. Let's let's talk a little bit about your, your sophomore season this past year. Uh, obviously, at Northfield Mount Hermon, as I said, you put up decent stats, uh, played a pretty tough schedule. Obviously, you, you're pretty young. How, how would you assess your, your play this past season? Yeah, man, it the the play my play this past season, you know, it it was pretty uh it was off and on, you know. I I'll have great games and some games me and my coach wouldn't see eye to eye and I, I wouldn't really uh touch the floor like that. So um, you know, the the playing time was really inconsistent, but that was all in my control, you know. Um like I said, I was I was young, I, I learned a lot of things and it really I matured over the last couple of years and I'm excited for this next year because I know it's gonna be a hell of a season. So um yeah, man, this this the past season I, I I mean I got a lot better. 
got a lot stronger mentally and physically. And um, yeah, I'm just gonna I just gotta keep climbing the ladder. And um, next season for, uh, for sure gonna have be a great one. Yeah, yeah. It seems to me like it was kind of just a transition year for you to learn and uh, get you ready to be kind of the focal point this year and then next year. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So you had a game. You threw 17 dimes in one game. School yeah. record. Were you just kind of seeing everything that night? That's a pretty crazy number <laughs> for for you. I yeah. mean, that's crazy as a sophomore. Yeah. No, I mean, like I said, I always had to had a feel for facilitating the ball, and and you know, there's no better feeling than um, you know, helping your teammates score the ball. You know, I, I get more joy out of them scoring than myself. So uh, yeah, like I'm saying, just just keeping an open eye and making sure my my teammates are getting the right spots. You know, uh, making making life easier for them, and uh, that's that's the job of the point guard. You know, be the general, and um, like I said, make winning plays. So uh, yeah, that was that was a great game. You know, um, pretty can, pretty can good stat line. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can can you sort of like you hear people talk about? Oh, like yeah, when I get it in the zone, like the basket looks way bigger. I, I when you know you start hitting shots, is it kind of like that with passing too? And you, you throw a few dimes early, you get in a rhythm, and and then it just becomes easier to start setting yeah. up your teammates. No, nah, that that's great. That's I, I never heard of that, but um, no, nah, it when you think about it, that's really how it is. Um, I started that game off. I, I scored our first ten points of the game, so um, like I, I hit a couple threes. Uh, I had a dunk and a, and a layup to start. The so you game had right it going. Away. Yeah, so I had it going early. So uh, the defense really, um, they're really focusing on me. So that just opened up for my teammates to to get open. So that's what really right. what happened, and you know I'll, I'll drive to the basket or and I'll kick out. My teammates are just hand shots, so shout out to them. So uh, yeah, that, that's how it went. But yeah, when you when you're feeling in a groove, even if it's passing or scoring, you got to feel for it for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let let's talk a little bit about your your recruitment. You said recently, uh, so I don't know where I read it, but the three I think I saw that the three biggest players right now are IU, Ohio State, Missouri. Um, obviously this IU podcast, those are three solid programs, but just tell me a little bit about each of those programs and, and where you kind of sit with them right now. Yeah, man. Like, like Indiana was my latest offer. You know, it's, it was really a blessing, man. I, I really can't describe it. You know, always watching Indiana from afar as a little kid and being an opportunity to, to have a chance to, to go to Indiana and, um, uh, play for, for Archie Miller is really a, a, a dream come true. Like I said, and, um, yeah, like I said, it just, it's just a result of hard work. Um, you know, I, I put a lot of pain in, into this game. You know, my basketball really been a focal point in my life. You know, everything I do is surrounded by basketball. And um, I, it's just it's just a great feeling to know that your hard work's paying off. And uh, I'm glad that these coaches are really seeing what I'm, what I'm capable of and what I bring to the game. And Archie Miller, you know, he believes in me. And, you know, we talk daily and we're building a great relationship there. And what what about Ohio State Missouri? Can you tell me a little bit about those two? Yeah, what, what, uh, where you're kind of at with them? Yeah, Quanzo Martin, uh, the head coach from Missouri. Uh, we we have a great relationship. Also, you know, he he was my second to last offer um, behind um, Missouri, and um, I mean behind Indiana. And like I said, their their staff is really showing a lot of love. You know, I get a, a few pieces of mail every day uh, to my parents and I, and you know they contact you know um, with my parents and my family. And uh, like I said, right now it's just building relationship with these schools. Uh, same thing with Ohio State, Coach Diebler, Coach Holtman. Um, just keep building relationship and getting to know how these coaches operate and move. And uh, that's that's the main thing with picking a school. You know, you want to go to the school where you feel like you have the best relationship with the head coach and you know um, 
what what the mission is. You guys got to be on the same page for sure. Yeah, and I want to ask you that that is a good segue because I want to ask you kind of what you're looking for in a school. It's it kind of varies, I think, by prospect. I've talked to a lot of prospects on here, and some would say, yeah, like the relationship with the head coach. Some would say that you know, the caliber of the program, family, what are some of the biggest factors that are influencing your decision? Yeah, for sure. You know, um, like I said, that, that relationship with the head coach, because, you know, the, the assistants come and go, um, you know, assistants, you know, you love the assistants, but really the head coach is really what uh, finalizes everything. Um, yeah. Determine yeah. if you're playing or not and, and what the offense is. So, yeah, like I said, the relationship with the head coach and in the school itself, you know, I want to go somewhere where I'm prioritized and, you know, I feel happy and I'm at peace uh, with my decision. And uh, my family has to feel that also. Uh, you know, my parents have to feel like uh, they could trust the coach I'm I'm uh, going to commit to. And, yeah, a lot goes into the process academically also, um, making sure, you know, the ball doesn't bounce forever. So going to a school that has uh, stable academics, um, getting that degree, um, you know, I most definitely want to finish school no matter what happens, going to NBA or not. Uh, for sure, going to get a degree. Um, so yeah, um, for sure. That especially the relationships at the school. You know, the networking. Indiana has a great network program in terms of uh, business and you know. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, sports and like I said, um, it, Indiana has a great academic stand academic standpoint. And that's something I need um, and able to go to college for sure. Avery, tell me a little bit about your, your relationship with Coach Miller and just kind of your overall excitement when you got that offer from IU, what what they've been doing to kind of uh, try to get you to come there, obviously. Yeah, you know, getting that offer was really a, a big moment in my, my career as of, of right now. Um, I was really excited, you know. It was really it was a blessing for sure, you know. It was really, you know, um, you really could just see the, the progress and, how things are really take going my way as a as a recruitment, um, you know, it's just a result of my hard work, and uh, it was a blessing for sure. And it was a very exciting moment for my family and I. And you know, me and my dad, we always grew up watching uh, Indiana and and admired their uh, red and white striped pants. So oh yeah, the candy stripes. To be stripes. able to have an offer from Indiana and um, to say that uh, they're recruiting me is is a real um, proud moment. But um, yeah, Coach Miller and I, he he talks about their practices, you know. Um, he sends me clips of what they're working on this summer and what their team's working on in terms of like high pick and roll and their offense for this upcoming season. And he, he talks about how he sees me in that offense. So you talk about a little bit about, you know, Archie sending you these videos and, and how do you see yourself fitting in with IU? Because obviously sort of that high pick and roll that you're talking about, I think that'd be perfect for you with your, your pass first style, hitting those pocket passes. How do you see yourself fitting into to IU style of play? Yeah, I, I see myself in it perfectly. Um, you know, I, like I said, mastering the pick and roll game is something I, I want to do because that's what they do at the pro level. So just getting me ready for that. And, um, yeah, like, I see myself fitting perfectly. You know, I, I love the pick and roll, um, coming off as a threat, you know, being able to pass or really score myself because I can really score at will. And being a threat to the offense and keeping the defense at, on their heels is uh, what I want to do. Yeah, for sure, man. And, you you know, you're 6'3", long, pass-first guy. A lot of guys playing point guard these days, scoring, trying to shoot the ball, hogging the ball. What makes you different? And what, what is it about finding your teammates that you really enjoy? Yeah, man, like I said, just making the right basketball play. That's what it's all about, playing the game the right way. And, um, you know, that's that's one thing that 
I feel like every basketball player needs to do. Um, it makes the game a lot easier, you know, never being selfish, you know, being a teammate that uh, players want to play with you. So that's important for sure. Yeah, for sure. And and what about your confidence? You're a confident dude. You love, you know, you're, you you play with a lot of confidence. How does that help your game? And, and why is that important to have uh, as a player right now? Yeah, man, confidence is it really is that's, that's all you need. Um, you know, I think confidence is a, it's a result of the work you put in. So if you're not putting in work, you're not going to be as confident as someone who is who's really putting in the hours and pain to this game. So confidence, you know, having that chip on your shoulder. Um, a great example of that is Damian Lillard right now. Um, you know, that chip on his shoulder is real big. Oh, yeah. That's why he's doing big things right now and carrying his team. Um, so, like I said, Damian Lillard is a great example of that. Um, just having that chip on your shoulder and confidence. And really all it is is the work you put in. And I put in a hell of a lot of work. Um, you know, I know it's going to pay off one day, for sure. And so you've been watching watching the NBA. I know I have been following it. If Do you have a favorite team or player? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a LeBron fan, man. I've been a LeBron fan since I was a little kid. So I follow LeBron wherever he goes. But as of now, I, I'm not really a big fan um, as of any team right now. I think my main goal is trying to get in the NBA. Okay, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> my love for the NBA is really starting to, like, fade away. I'm really focusing. I don't watch that many NBA games. Live, I watch, like, uh, clips later on. You know, they post on YouTube and stuff. But right now, I feel like I'm just trying to get in the NBA. So, that's my main focus. But, yeah, I'm a LeBron fan for sure. But do you see you see guys in these clips on YouTube and stuff like that? And a guy like a Damian Lillard, point guard, do you kind of look to model your game after him? Do you study any of these guys now that you're kind of past the stage of, like, fanboy? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, for sure. That's a good question. Yeah, I, I study a lot. You know, I watch a lot of film on NBA players and how they move, uh, especially off that pick and roll like we were talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Players like Jamal Murray. You know, John Morant, uh, you know, Devin Booker, uh, Damian Lillard also. You know, those are, those are great guards that really idolize the, uh, the the pick and roll game and know how to utilize it. So, um, yeah, just studying from those pros and implementing my game, you know, that's – if you want to be the best, you got to learn from the best. So, uh, that's how I look at it. 100%. What about a guy like Shea Gilgis, Alexander? I, I kind of see you. Yeah. You, you play a lot like him, don't you? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, shots. He's a great example. Also, you know, the big guard, uh, for sure, has a great vision, and uh, and he can score. I will when he wants to. You know, he he's real smooth. I like his pace. That's one important thing with him. His, his pace for the game is really what makes him kind of unguardable at the point guard position. So, yeah, he's a great example. Also. So you've also got an offer from Ivy League Yale on the table. You've got an offer from HBCU Howard. Many prospects, your caliber, four-star guys, don't always have an HBCU offer, don't have an Ivy League offer. You know, what do you think about those programs? Why is it important to consider these these alternative routes that that not a lot of guys your level take? Yeah, man. Um, like I said, those the, Yale was my first offer ever. Um, throughout this whole process, they they offered me going into my uh to my sophomore season and you know coach Jones and I we we've had a relationship since I was in middle school you know going to the Yale camps and competing against older guys you know I've been playing against the Yale basketball players for some years now so he's seen me since I was really nothing and uh he's seen my progress and growth so having schools like that on my radar and uh having an opportunity to to go that Ivy League route um it's a great it's a great opportunity for sure it's a blessing and uh, like I said, especially the HBCU offer, you know, Coach Blakeney offers me a few months ago. And, um, you know, 
uh, it was it was a great that's a great blessing, you know. Now things pretty shifted, and you see some high level players going to the HBCU route, and uh, you love to see it, you know, that uh, really just strengthening the black community, especially black athletes going back to their roots, and uh, and uh, going to these HBCU programs and strengthening them, and uh, really just giving them attention, you know. They didn't really have that much attention before this whole thing going on. There's a lot, a lot of things going on in the world that's uh, changed how people look on things. But, you know, it was needed, you know. Um, so I'm glad all this is happening. And, and shout out to those programs. Shout out to Howard, Yale, and the Ivy League because, you know, they believed in me from the jump. Yeah, yeah. Guys like, you know, Mikey Williams, who's come out and said maybe he would consider going to an HBCU. McCure Maker, who obviously committed to Howard. Uh, yeah. These guys really uh, – kind of being the first guys to do that is is kind of historic you know what i mean yeah for sure you love to see it yeah yeah for sure um talking about a little bit during this quarantine that obviously we all had to go through i've talked to a lot of guys about this some some were able to get in the kind of you know go run lift weights in their basement uh-huh. garage whatever how did it go for you were you were you able to get in the gym were you able to stay in shape yeah, I've been in the gym. You know, we got home from school about, like, March 12th or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was in the gym the next day, you know. Um, So I haven't took any time off off the gym. You know, I was – shout-out to Greg Thomas. Um, You know, he's been my trainer through this all. Shout-out to Tootie uh, Zimmerman. You know, um, they they helped me through this whole thing. And I've been in the gym every day. And uh, shout-out to, to Coach Dan, also my strength trainer. You know, he really transformed my body and – you know, um, my my game is really going to the next level, and I'm excited to compete and uh, show everybody uh, what I'm capable of and really who the best guard in the country is. So I, I haven't taken the uh, slack and uh, gone to the gym. This special edition of the Hoosier Experience podcast is brought to you by The Daily Hoosier. For in-depth IU athletics and recruiting coverage that is completely free and owned by an Indiana-based small business, be sure to check out thedailyhoosier.com. It's where IU fans assemble when they're not at assembly. Going back to your high school career, you talk a little bit about it. You seem to be real excited for this upcoming year because obviously it's, it's kind of going to be your coming out party. You know, uh, you're going into your second year at NM- NMH. You're really going to have the keys this year. Um, yeah, yeah. What are your goals? What are your goals for this upcoming season? How excited are you to kind of have the spotlight on you now? Yeah, you know, it's real exciting, you know. Um I, I waited my turn and now that I got the keys, um, I'm gonna start the car and run with it really. Um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. So yeah, it's very exciting and um, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to, I'm praying we have a season and we're able to travel because, you know, that I, I love that uh part of the season, you know, going away. You know, we visited so many Belgium, um we we seen a lot these past couple of years and competing against different cultures and, and people is one thing that, you know, I, I really love doing. So, yeah, I'm excited for it all. You know, I want to win championship, like I said, um, win the next step championship, um, the national championship also. Um, and, and going into these tournaments and really uh, keep putting animation on the map, really. And, uh, you know, we, we were looked at as a as an academic school and, really the best academic and basketball program in the country. And we want to keep that, keep that name going, keep that uh, legacy moving forward. So uh, I'm excited for it all, man. I really just want to. Yeah, no, I hear you. And you talk about, uh, obviously you're a great basketball player. What do you like to do off the court? I I ask this question to a lot of guys and they just say, Oh man, just ball is life. But 
you know what what do yeah. you do off the court cuz you do seem to be a guy who uh who's aware of of social justice who's aware who's who's interested in academics which is a little rare you know what i mean yeah yeah for sure um you know i, I do a lot of things off the court um you know i'm an artist i like to draw uh you know spend family time you know my family is really all i got uh, my circle's real small so my parents my little sister autumn you know my brother austin and and uh, I like I like to be with my family, and you know um, they're really all I got. And uh, like I said, and besides that, man, just just really enjoying your life. You know, I read books. You know, the the mind is really really the strongest thing you got. Um, besides the, besides the physical, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So I, I like to strengthen the mind. You know, watch motivational videos. You know, informative stuff, man. I try not to fill the mind with with garbage. Um, so. That's what I like to do in my Yeah, and it's easy right now, right, to fill your mind with garbage, with uh, everything yeah. that's, you know, going on all over the, the place. How, how are you – because these recruits, man, I, I got to be honest, like you see a lot of guys uh, who – I just feel like they don't play the game the right way. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, yeah. how important is that to you, just kind of uh, playing the game, just not disrespecting the game, not cherry-picking, you know, stuff like that? Is that – kind of important to you and, and what do you see from like guys your age who, who do kind of do that you know what I mean yeah no it's for sure important um you know that's that's the biggest thing you know playing the ball playing basketball the right way you know my my dad and my, my coaches they taught me that at a real young age you know they you know learning the fundamentals of the game you know practicing um like the the pivots and your footwork you know and really the IQ part of the game knowing where everyone should be at you know spacing on the floor um, the pick and roll, knowing to read. So, yeah, just studying the game. Not everybody has that will to to be great and really study and take the time and, and learn. Um, not everybody has that quality. And, you know, you can see when you look at the best players in the game and basketball, you, everyone who, uh, you know, who who is in the name of who's the best player right now, they all have that mental aspect of of watching film and studying players and knowing – uh, what to do and what not to do. So it's for sure important to know the, the right way to play. Yeah, and something that kind of goes along with that, I, I saw when you got that IU offer, and this is something a lot of IU fans uh, really liked when you did this. You put you post that picture of Isaiah Thomas. Uh, you know yeah. what I mean? So what is knowing the history of IU? You know, it's such a, a decorated basketball history, the five championships, Bobby Knight, Isaiah Thomas, all these guys. Uh how how much of that is is a, a draw for you at IU the the kind of basketball history there? No, yeah, I mean Isaiah Thomas, he was my favorite player growing up. My dad used to tell me to it used to be like little homework assignments: watch Isaiah Thomas film, and um, really he played the game he right did, way. Yeah. And like I said, I, I learned a lot. I learned a lot from Isaiah Thomas, and I wasn't even from that era. So I'm thankful for the film they got on YouTube. And yeah, like, right, right. Yeah, like the NBA classic. So I, I watch Isaiah Thomas whenever I can. You know, uh, he he was a killer, and uh, and he and he wasn't he didn't have the height, he didn't have the physical abilities, but it was really just his heart and and his skill that took him over the top. So yeah, I mean Isaiah Thomas, you know, following that footsteps, I think he's the the greatest point guard of all time, if you ask me. So um, yeah, you know, it he's he's a, he's a bad dude. Yeah. No, he is, and he's an absolute legend here in Bloomington. Um, For sure. You know, Armand Franklin, the guy, he's one of IU's guards right now, obviously. He, he told me when I had him on this podcast that the recruiting process for him was, was really stressful. When he when he made his decision, it was kind of like a weight lifted off his shoulders. 
Is that true for you, or what's it like having coaches constantly contacting you? Obviously, just now you get a call from Ohio State. Uh, what what's that like? Is that cool to have these guys talking to you, or is it is it just really stressful? No, nah, man, it's not stressful at all. Um, you no, know, I I mean I hear a lot of people say that too. So um, you know that's nothing new to hear that, and uh, I don't know. I mean, as of right now, I'm just taking it all in. You know, I'm I'm just grateful to be to be wanted you know like to be wanted for people to for me to go to their school and and really put food in their table because you know these coaches they depend on the players to to really uh for their next paycheck you know they they keep the 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 roof over their heads and they need players that's going to help them win games and that's what i want to do for the coach i'm where i'm playing for and um yeah man it, it's not stressful at all I, i'm really blessed and like i said having that balance to to um to stay happy and you know not being on the phone all the time and really enjoying life like i said is, is really important and not everybody has that so they might see it as uh frustrating and stressful and overwhelming yeah no i hear you i hear you and uh you know kind of keeping it with recruiting how hard has the pandemic made it for you to get a feel for these schools obviously i'm assuming you've, you've done some zoom calls virtual campus tours does that make it any harder for you to to ultimately make that decision when when you do or, or is it is it have they done a good job with, yeah. with really kind of making the virtual yeah, stuff? You well, know what I mean? Yeah, well the good thing about it is this, I'm only going to my junior year, so I have a time, you know, hopefully the corona it dies down within the next year or so. Uh, I'm praying it does, so I'll be able to take visits soon. But yeah, I mean the the, the Zoom calls that I've had, you know, they've been great. The the coaches have really put great presentations together together. And um it it really gets a great feel for the school through the computer and uh it's great to see you know they show all of the facilities and um the program and their connections and networks and the student life um student athlete life at, at the school so they've been putting great presentations together and i'm happy to see it you know and i can't wait to visit these schools and especially visit indiana and yes sir bloomington is is great you're gonna love it man when you when you get the chance to come out here no place no place sure. like assembly hall uh on a night you know, yeah, with a yeah. big game, but you didn't play. Have you? Did you play AAU this off season? No, I haven't. I played with PSA Cardinals, but we haven't had any uh, tournaments. You know, um, EYBL was canceled, and we just took the time to the summer to really just to focus on our games and you know not risk our our health and our family's health and playing in these uh, AAU tournaments. That's going. Yeah, on and now. I was going to ask you. You know. Uh, obviously, AAU is is something that is super beneficial for a lot of recruits, but, but maybe the time off kind of benefited you. Did, did, did that actually end up happening? Getting to focus on your own game, stay in the gym. Um, it, was it kind of a benefit that you didn't get to play or, or was it, was it tough? Yeah, I think it was a benefit. You know, you, you know, you love, you love to compete and uh, play against the best. You know, a lot of people got saved in my opinion, you know, their names in terms, if you look at the rankings and who's ahead of me, point guard wise, you know, uh, I think I'm up there with the top. And um, so in terms of that aspect, it slowed everything down, but there's no rush on that. You know, the rankings don't help you play in college and uh, produce in the NBA. But um, like I said, you know, AAU, it would have been a great thing, but having, being home and being with family, I haven't had a summer like this since I was a little kid. And, uh, you know, you're really thankful for it for sure. So I haven't stressed the no AAU issues that, that much yeah no i hear you and and finally i we got a last thing that we do with a lot of our guests on here rapid fire 
I'm going to ask you a few questions. You can give me, give me your answer uh, real quick. All right. Favorite okay. food. Uh, mac and cheese. Okay. Favorite movie. Sandlot. Favorite rapper or artist. Lil Baby. Favorite video game. Um, 2K. 2K. And finally, Silverback Gorilla versus Grizzly Bear. Fight to the death. Who wins? Why? Ooh. Man, that's tough. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go with a okay. bear. Okay. I'm going to go to bear because, you know, Silverbacks, you know, they're strong, you know, real strong. But a bear, man, them claws, I don't think them apes got that. Yeah. No, I hear you. Them claws will rip through you. So I think I'm going to go with the bear. Yeah, them, those claws really take them over the edge. I don't think the, the ape has that, that power. So I'm going to go with the grizzly bear. I got my money. Okay. The so you're, you're <laughs> the first person to actually say grizzly bear. Most people go go gorilla. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with the bear. They're they sleeping on the bear. I know, right man. Now. They are. <laughs> Avery Brown, uh, continuing to show why he's he's different with the grizzly bear pick there. Uh, <laughs> he is, uh, Avery Brown. Good to have you on the show, man. Um, hey, I appreciate Good you. luck. Good luck this upcoming appreciate season, man. Guys. Good luck this upcoming season. Uh, I know you're gonna take off and show everyone why they're sleeping on you. Yeah, all yeah. right, man. I, I appreciate you waiting. Thanks yeah, no problem. Avery Brown on the Hoosier Experience podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed the interview, and we will be back soon. I have an interview coming up with Rivals National Recruiting Analyst Corey Evans. He will be dropping a lot of IU recruiting knowledge, IU recruiting information. Obviously, that's kind of what's on everyone's mind right now with the season being up in the air, uh, recruiting so important, and we will talk to Corey Evans, all things IU recruiting, sometime in the next week. Look for that episode. As always, subscribe, leave a five-star review, follow us on Twitter at Hoosier EXP Pod. Thanks for listening, guys. (laughs) 